Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Jeremiah chapter 5, verses 1 through 13. This is another prophecy for the people of Judah, the southern kingdom. And the title in my Bible, this section here, is called Jerusalem Refused to Repent. This is another kind of harsh judgment accusation, and it's going to reveal a little bit about the heart of God then, and it can be applicable to how we understand God today. Run to and fro the streets of Jerusalem. Look and take note. Search her squares to see if you can find a man, one who does justice and who seeks truth, that I may pardon her. In other words, if if there's even one person who does justice and seeks truth, I'll pardon Jerusalem, but good luck finding that person. Though they say, as the Lord lives, yet they swear falsely. So in other words, they're saying the Lord lives, but they're not living like it. They don't believe it. It's a false obligatory statement that doesn't permeate their lives. It's just lip service. Oh Lord, do not look, do not your eyes look for truth. You have struck them down, but they felt no anguish. You have consumed them, but they refused to take correction. They have made their faces harder than rock. They have refused to repent. So the people of Jerusalem, even though there is no one else who seeks truth, there is no one else who does justice. And the reason there isn't is because God has allowed Jerusalem's enemies to wipe those people out. But even through that hardship, through that crisis and devastation, the people still haven't repented. The, the people still haven't taken note and taken correction. Then I said, these are only the poor. They have no sense, for they do not know the way of the Lord, the justice of their God. I will go to the great, and I will speak to them, for they know the way of the Lord, the justice of their God. But all they all alike had broken the yoke they had burst the bonds. So here, Jeremiah is saying, it just must be the simple people, the poor people, the uneducated people who don't know the way of the Lord, who don't know the greatness of God. I'll go to the great people, the people who are educated and who know better, and I'll find people among them who know the justice of the Lord and the way of God. But in the final analysis, they'd all broken the yoke. They'd all burst the bonds. There were none among the great or the poor who knew the ways of God. Therefore, verse 6, a lion from the forest shall strike them down. A wolf from the desert shall devastate them. A leopard is watching their cities. Everyone who goes out of them shall be torn to pieces because their transgressions are many. Their apostasies are great. This is a horrible indictment on the people of Israel and Jerusalem, the people of Judah. How can I pardon you? Your children have forsaken me and have sworn by those who are no gods. When I fed them to the full, they committed adultery and trooped to the houses of whores. They were well-fed, lusty stallions, each neighing for his neighbor's wife. Shall I not punish them for these things, declares the Lord? And shall I not avenge myself on a nation such as this? Like we talked about yesterday, this isn't referring to literal adultery, although I'm sure literal adultery was happening as these pagan practices and worshiping of false gods, you know, many, many times that was sexual in nature. But he's not talking about literal adultery here. He's using the metaphor of adultery to describe the idolatry that the people of Israel have fallen into, how they've turned away from him and gone to other gods. And this is pretty graphic language, but the point is very clear. They have not been faithful, not even close. Then he says, go up to her vine rows and destroy. 
but make not a full end. Strip away her branches, for they are not the Lord's. For the house of Israel and the house of Judah have been utterly treacherous to me, declares the Lord. They have spoken falsely of the Lord and have said he will do nothing. No disaster will come upon us, nor shall we see sword or famine. But the prophets will become wind. The word is not in them, and thus shall it be done to them. Right at the end there where it says uh, they've spoken falsely, and they've said that nothing will happen, no disaster will come, we won't see famine or sword. What's happening here is the people don't think they're going to be punished for their waywardness. And the reason they don't think that is because false prophets have infiltrated their ranks and told them, God's cool with this. If you worship other gods, if you take on these pagan practices from other peoples, but Verse 13 is telling, it says that the prophets will become wind. In other words, they're just kind of blowing hot air. The prophets who you think are prophets aren't telling you the truth. The word is not in them. And, and there will be famine and sword and disaster in, in payment for your transgressions. Another thing that jumped out at me up here, verse 2, which I alluded to, as they, though they say, as the Lord lives, yet they swear falsely. This is this idea that people could acknowledge the Lord with their lips, but still be far from him. And that reminded me of a verse in Matthew chapter 7 that really kind of makes me shudder because I don't want this to describe me and I don't want it to describe you. Jesus says this in Matthew chapter 7, verse 21 and 23. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day... Many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. And if you read that wrong, you could think that that was a verse that was saying the way that you get saved, the way that you get into the kingdom of heaven is by doing a bunch of good works. But actually, what it is saying, if you understand the gospel, is it is impossible. It is impossible to enter the kingdom of heaven by merely acknowledging God as Lord with your lips. Instead, you have to be perfect to get into the kingdom of heaven. And since you can't be perfect on your own, the only way to be perfect is through faith and trust in Jesus Christ, who was perfect in your place, who died a death to pay the penalty for sin that you and I owe, and rose again to defeat sin, death, and the power of the devil. So really, the only way to enter the kingdom of heaven is not just by referring to the Lord, as these people in Isaiah, Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 2 do, but living in a way that trusts the Lord, where the Lord is the centerpiece of your life. Although they say, as the Lord lives, they swear falsely. And I'm afraid that there are a lot of people who call themselves Christians, who darken the doors of churches very regularly, who might have Bibles on their shelves, might even listen to this Daily Dose podcast, but who may not truly trust the Lord. And so I want to implore you, like the prophet was imploring the people in Jeremiah, and like Matthew quoting Jesus was imploring the people of his day, it's not enough to call Jesus Lord, but to trust him as Lord. And then just very quickly in chapter 5, verse 10, he tells, tells the prophet to tell them to go and destroy the vine rows, but don't make a full end. In other words, I'm going to preserve a remnant of these people. We're not going to destroy them completely. We're going to preserve a remnant, and that remnant's going to move my redemptive plan forward. And Jesus Christ will come and fix this problem once and for all, as I just described. What a great gospel. What a great prophet. 
Thank you, Lord, for your word. Help us to trust it and live by it. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.